0: Welcome to the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia.
1: In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin, and you can walk right out again as soon as you are in. There ain't no short-handled shovels, no axes, saws, or picks. I'm a-going to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the turk that invented work in the big rock candy mountains. <laughs> I was trying to go falsetto on that, but uh, it didn't work out kind of, on us. <laughs> Like, uh, like I, We had lots of practice on falsettas in the Marine Cross I was trying to go for the darkness. Area, I believe in a thing called love. What, but what, uh, what did they what have
2: that? to do to you to make you sing falsetto like that? I, I'm <laughs> uh, I, didn't, know. I c- didn't know your voice can get that high.
1: <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> uh, no, welcome back. This is episode Two of the Liberty Tree podcast, uh, yes, episode two. Um, if you want to know what in the world we talked about in the first episode, you might want to stop and go back and listen to episode one, because it is a first part of a two-part series.
2: That's right. Where, and where, is that, where are those episodes available?
1: Those episodes are available on iTunes. When you're on iTunes, be sure to rate us to five stars. Those are the only things that will matter when it comes to <laughs> iTunes. Uh, a, sh-
2: a shameless plug. Right. A shameless plug.
1: <laughs> five stars. Remember, five.
2: Five. Yep. Five. And for those of you Five just joining us for the first time, I'm Ben. I'm here with Zach and John, and uh, this is a Liberty Tree. Um, you know, it's I, I can't believe that they let us come back to do a second episode. You know, I'm just i I'm shocked, and I am so excited.
1: So. Oh, oh, wait, wait, exciting. wait we, 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 they did, we showed them our permit. You know, we just reached our back pocket and was, showed us the permit, and all it says on it is, I can do whatever I want. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm John.
0: I'm back for the second episode. And thank you guys for asking me back. Uh, well, you
1: know, <laughs> uh, you're a key, a key you know, ind- 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 yeah. integral part you, of yeah. the podcast. You were,
2: you were the one with the key to the building, so we didn't have a lot of choice. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. You know. Thank you.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, we're banking on your Scottish accent of giving us some sort of credibility and right. some sort of, uh, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, uh, of. I don't
0: know if that's much <laughs> credibility there. <if> you <laughs> that's
2: right. But we're going to right now, we're just going to jump back into the part two of our of our first conversation. Uh, we hope that it's something that you're going to enjoy and that you're going to get something out of it. And uh, so without any further delay, here we go
1: with um, our part two. I'm saved by what is true, and what is true is Jesus died for me. Regardless of my feelings, regardless of my emotions, regardless of my bad day, from yesterday, today, and forever, I am saved because of Christ. Right. Exactly. And, And it's
2: not that once you've made that understanding, that realization, once you've taken Christ into your heart, it's not a license to go and do whatever you want. Right. Because really, if, you're, if you use it that way, then perhaps you haven't really grasped the concept fully, you know. Because people, I think, that have really taken Christ into their heart don't also have a desire to go and do whatever they want to do, you know. Right. And the, yeah.
1: and the good news is, if you do mistakenly take it that way... Right. God will never leave you. That's right. There's, he'll He'll yeah. never for, forsake you. Yeah.
2: you. You. I mean. You got your entire life to get it figured out. Right. And, you know. It's. It. And, and, and we'll all make mistakes along the way. We oh all yeah. sin. You know. We all fall constantly. Short. You know. It's a constant
0: battle every day. Right. I mean, what I mean, is it? Yeah. You know, every day you're constantly battling with with different things in your life. It could be a thought, it could be a deed you did. Sure. And you're just continuously battling that. But. Right. You know, uh, Jesus covered it all. You know, and I think it's great. I mean I'm not saying like oh you can just like you said Ben oh you can do what you want and please yourself and then just you know let the lord deal with it at the end of the day you know I think it's uh, as you find that freedom in Christ I think your mindset changes in order you know uh, to you realize that you are free and, and Christ covered it all but it's not like you're doing things willingly right. anymore you don't you know you're you're the you're a different person than what you used to be once yep. you accept Christ, and you don't do the same things you used to do.
2: Yeah, like you, our pastor says, the things that I used to do, I do them no more. Do them no the more. He doesn't have a desire. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord lifted that desire out yep. and replaced it with this freedom, this free feeling of you know, yep. having the Lord in your life. Exactly.
0: Yep. And I encourage anyone who's listening to this, if you don't have Christ in your heart, you know, uh, encourage you to do, to accept Him. Yep. You know, it's, um, hey, the Christian life is not easy. It's a battle every day. That's right. But um you know we uh we have that promise in Christ that uh we're free. That's right. There's that. There's nothing like a Scotsman saying he's free. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes free stuff.
2: By <laughs> the way. It an, it's
1: an actual gift of grace that we need to hear the gospel every day. That we need to hear daily that Jesus died. The I, I know I need to hear it daily. I I my the lo- the Christian life is a daily death, and resurrection, and the cool thing is it never stops. You, you, you never max out the number of times that you need to die and be revived again. That's that's what it's about, and it's a constant reminder of my identity is in Christ. Uh, my identity is in Christ, who He is, what He has done. My righteousness can be found there. My justification can be found there. My sanctification can be found there. All the Caucasians that you'll find in theology, it's found in Christ. And if it's, and I argue and contend, according to Scripture, if you're looking somewhere else for it to be given to you other than Christ, you're not going to receive it. Or you're going to spend your life working to receive it, and you're never going to get it, and you're going to get burned out, and you're, or or worse, you're just going to live a fake life. Right. Fooling yourself and fooling everybody yeah. that you've right. got it all figured out. I
0: also feel that, like, you know, if you think you've figured it out, then think again. Right. You know what I mean? Because like you said, it's a daily struggle, and it's a daily battle. You know, because, you know, we have an adversary, the devil, who's very cunning and very sneaky and and, and in whatever way. And relentless. Way. Relentless, R- relentless, you relentless, know, because you know, he, he's out there to kill and destroy and, and rob us. He hates your liberty in yeah. Christ. He
1: hates it. He will do anything and everything he can to put you back in your cell.
0: And it can take any situation. It can be through your family. It mm-hmm. can be through your work. could be through just speaking to a certain person that day. Yeah. You know, it's right. it it comes up all the time. It right. seems like it does. That you thing know? that
2: puts you in that foul mood or that thing that t- takes you from f- having that, w- whatever it is that makes you feel that freedom, you know, that that spring in your step or whatever, and then sends you to that dark place where y- you're grumbling and, you know, and nothing's going right. And you just, you know, and you can't see th- the blue sky or the silver line or any of that stuff. Right, you know?
0: right. And, you know, human nature to grumble and complain, I think, sure. too, oh, at yeah. times, you know, I mean... Especially as males, you know, <laughs> like, oh, come on, you know. With different things that happens in life, there's, you know, you just gotta. What do they say? Roll with the punches.
2: That's right. That's an American saying. Is it? Yeah, I, I think so. Oh. We're gonna is top it? that up
1: to the. <laughs> is there? A, okay, is there a I'll Sc- give that. I'll give a, that to you guys.
2: Is there a Scottish equivalent? You know, uh, yeah. I don't
0: think so. Just you know. uh, there's nothing funnier than folk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little bit different. <laughs> no, that's another topic, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <Zach. laughs> But I'll, 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 I'll roll with the punches for now. That's right.
1: Yeah, the devil, he's going to do everything he can to rob you of your liberty because, one, really, honestly, if, if, if your liberty can be robbed from you, Christ can be robbed from you. No, let me rephrase that. Anyone who tries to take someone's liberty from someone, someone's Christian liberty, they're effectively trying to take Christ from them in the sense that this is something that Christ has, has purchased with his life and his blood for the Christian. Um, I've got my my Guy Sharp notes <laughs> for, for those of y'all who are in Georgia. Y'all right, y'all you ruffle Sharks? the papers like, like Rush Limbaugh, like you know. And I'm looking through my notes right here. Right. Uh, I remember I have just a few notes on liberty, uh, liberty in Christ. You know, it's not what we experience in the Bible Belt, or at least not what I've experienced in the Bible Belt. Christian liberty might mean it gets you in into the club. Right, the and gospel gets you into the Christian club, but now it's on you to stay in it, and that is not Christianity. Well, and I have
2: a question about that. You know, I, I, you know, some of our listeners may or may not know, but Zach, you've you've got some you know quite extensive secondary education in theology and the study of religion, and I think you know, at least from a, an academic standpoint, I think you've probably got a deeper knowledge base than you know I know than, than I probably do, and maybe maybe some of our listeners, but. Do you do you feel like the literature that's out there or some of the voices of theology right now do they preach or do they write about that freedom in Christ that we seem to I mean you know here at Family Life Church it really is a keynote of what we talk about in our in our weekly message is just what a joy it is to have taken Christ into your heart and the freedom that comes with it it's one of those things that You know, week in and week out, I feel better when I leave here than when I got here. I mean, it's giving me goosebumps right now just talking about it. But, you know, on the landscape or the horizon of Christianity, do you think that that's a message that's really being pushed out there? Or is it, you know, whether whether it's well-intended or not, more of a message of be good so that you won't get in trouble? You know, because I I think, you know— I've attended plenty of churches where that was the basic message, like, you need to be good so that, you know, you you won't end up in a place you don't want to end up. And I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing or a dangerous thing to try to extol people to be good, good to each other. I mean, that's probably a good message, Mm -hmm. but it still is it the true message of the freedom that we have through Christ,
1: so John and so, I were talking about it earlier, is that what you just described as behavior modification. It's therapy. It's here's what you need to do so you don't go to jail. Right. Here's what you need to do so that you don't get in trouble with God. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the stark reality is, is that when you look at the law in its full value and, and don't water it down or, or bring the bar down so that you can pull yourself up to it, the law in its full value for anybody is impossible. You cannot do the law. Uh, commandment number one, love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. No one does that. Right. And anyone who fools themselves into thinking, no, wait a minute, I love the Lord God with all my heart. No, you do not. I, I, I can start listing off ways or suggesting ways or, or probing with question ways to expose that you do not. So not even one commandment down the list, one commandment that Jesus gave us, fail. And according to God's law, you have just earned righteous wrath. Right. And so now you're in a position of, oh, oh man, you know, here's the route that we take that will convince ourselves in the flesh, well, maybe I'll do better tomorrow and God will be okay with me. hmm or we are in that position of I'm I'm out, I've been found out. I've been made, man. You know? <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> you know, it's 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 like the jig is up, boys. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and it's the moment you realize the jig is up and you tap out and you say, Oh, I'm guilty. Have have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. I need help. I need a substitute. Mm-hmm. I I need Jesus. You know, and Jesus even has a story about that in the Bible. You know, it was the man who said, have mercy on me, a sinner, who went home justified that day. And see how I can phrase this. I learned a lot of really good stuff in seminary. I learned a lot of really bad stuff in seminary. There, you don't go far in, a, in modern evangelical circles without running into performance-driven Christianity or Christian-centered Christianity where the gospel is a caveat. The gospel might be on a note card somewhere, but the bulk of the whole message is your performance now as a Christian. You know, what are you doing now to prove that you're a Christian? What are you doing now for the name of Christ? You know, how many hills are you taking for Christ's sake? You know, it's all becomes about you being the soldier for the Lord and you being this and you, 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 which in a lot of ways there is some merit in that, but it is only when you don't realize that you're doing it. Right, yeah, because mm-hmm. you're too busy looking and talking about Christ, it, it, it's like in the Bible again, where, where where Jesus says, you know, you gave me water when I was thirsty, you did, did all this, and people are saying, when did I ever do that? He says, well, you did it when you were, you know, and, and it's not just in service and that type; it could be anything, right? Things that we won't even think about in our vocation, doing a doing a good job, or 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 just being kind to someone or providing a service for someone. You know, if you're doing that in a way that or if you're if you're just doing that that's what you're called to do in life and do it well god will count that as a good work but see that's the not that's not the message we're hearing you, know, you have to be radical you know you have to sell everything you own and you have to go live a life of monkery now, i don't even think that's the <laughs> term think <laughs> that's monasticism yeah. or something Right. Uh, 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 to become a monk and and, and i'm going to stick with monkery, monkery. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good uh, that's a that, uh, Yeah. Uh, Zachism, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, but and see, that's that's narcissism right there. Yeah. I just made that term about me, but I mean, that's that's what we do if we're not <laughs> careful. If yeah, whenever we move off the message of Christianity is about Christ, it will become Christianity is about the Christian, right? And I, if, I like you said, like
0: how you were saying about good works. I mean, when you, bec- I, I'd say, when you accept Jesus. Them kind of things kind of naturally come along that you do want to help people and love people to your best of course, ability. Of
2: course, that's part of I think the freedom of having them in your but heart.
0: But there's many many Christians out there that feel like I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and it's like a steps. Right, they have to do almost like it's like a job for them in order. To, you can't. Or, or the flip good works is, is not going to save you. Right. right. Or the
2: flip you side is you do these bad things and you start thinking, oh, I did that bad thing. I did that bad thing. I better do some good stuff so I can get back up to even right, right. because what, what if I died tomorrow? Would my, would my bad deeds outweigh my good deeds? Well, so I better make sure that I do some good deeds to kind of get back up on an even footing, you know, but that's, but there's not really that even footing. You know, it's either you've accepted, you know, Jesus into your heart or you haven't and God knows.
1: You my, know. minus, <laughs> minus the Jesus part. You right. know what you just described? Islam. Do this, and Allah will be approved of you. Do that, and you are condemned. Right. And actually, it's every other religion out there. Mm -hmm. Do this, and God will be okay with you. Don't do this, and God's going to smash you. And why couldn't it be like play
2: fetch with a dog? Why does it have to be kill infidels? Like if that's what they're <laughs> going to have, why couldn't it be something like harmless?
1: Want to kind of be like like you, like, know? you know,
2: cut your neighbor's grass
0: right. every week or something? Or, or why yeah. couldn't it
1: be the, the cool one in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, where right. you know, <laughs> Achu. Yeah, or that, that's that's Robin Hood in tights. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but I, and I just watched it recently. But yeah, he was like running all over England, helping him out because he owed him a debt because yeah. he saved his life, and right. now he was bound. He, Anyways, I don't even know if that's a tenet of yeah. Islam, but but no, it's we we we've turned Christianity, at best, into therapy, and at worst voodoo. You know, it we've turned it into magic, right? Where I don't want to be cursed, so I'm going to do this, or I'm going to I want to be blessed, so I'm going to do this. Now God is bound to bless me because I did the check mark in the box. Now God is forbidden. To curse me because I did the check in the box, and now by me saying certain words, I'm going to forcefully manifest Jesus to do right. something yeah. for me because there is power in me. Yeah, and and that's that's
2: that's voodoo, right? Yeah, that's that you know that's turning God into like a concierge or something, you right. know? Right. And and,
1: and, 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 yeah. and if, it's so if much anything,
2: we should be his concierge. You right. know, and, and <laughs> it's
1: so much better than that. Right. What what we have in Christ is beyond that. For the sake of Christ and on the count of his work, we will never be cursed because he was cursed for us. Mm-hmm. We right. are blessed because Jesus died for us. You know, this, th- th- and you'll, you'll find Christian teaching out there that will make some offshoot of Christianity about cursing and blessings. And, bef- you know, for those who aren't in Christ, yeah, that, that, that might apply. But for those who are in Christ... There is no curse. There, there's, there's no condemnation. Right. There's, there's no longer wrath left for you because it was all put out on Christ. Right. And if there is any wrath left, then Jesus should have never have come, and him down on the cross was stupid.
0: Yeah. Yep. Just like the Bible, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Look it up. Romans yeah. eight one. You can look it up. Well, thanks. I couldn't quite remember the verse, but yeah. it's,
1: <laughs> it's so, it's so good. I, I and I've needed it because, because yep. some I. I I will condemn myself daily. I I, I, I go against Romans 8:1 all the time. This can't be true. This, this can't be that good, that there is no longer any condemnation for me. Because that's a little scary. Because now you're telling me that 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 I'm good. So I don't trust myself. I know me. I hear that, I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna go and do whatever I want. Because that's that's the sin nature in me that wants. To do that, but then there's also that tug of now that I'm free, and I know I'm free because of what Christ did. I naturally now, because of Christ, want to do what He wants me to do. Right. But it goes back to what does He want me to do? He wants me to rest in Him.
2: And just like any anything else, when you know, like in something like, you know, Saving Private Ryan, when you know, I hate to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it, but spoiler alert, right? Uh, but you know. As as you know, Tom Hanks says to uh, uh, what's his name, who plays Private Ryan, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt he, he Damon. Ma- yeah, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't say what movie that's from. No. But but I've seen it. All right. <laughs> but you know, he basically says, "Make this, make it worth it." You know, he says, "Make make all this, all these people that have sacrificed themselves to get you." back home because your other brothers have died, you know, make make your life worth it. And you yeah, know Yeah, his dying captain said, earn it. It's right, like, earn all right. Yeah. It. So so but I mean, is it some is it worth us trying to remember? Like I, I honestly feel like there are times where I, I think about Christ's sacrifice and it's like I don't want to squander what he did. That's the way that, that that's what keeps me trying to be a good person, I guess, is that I try to remember what he took on and the freedom that he gave me because he took all this burden on. So I want to make it worthwhile. And that's where the, that's where I have that desire to be good. Yeah. Not because I'm worried about the consequence or worried about some checklist that I'm trying to, you know, to, or, or some scales I'm trying to keep balanced of good deeds versus bad deeds. It's that, you know, if he did that for all of us, and here we are, what are we doing with our lives? What are we doing to bring glory to God? What are we doing to, you know, bring Jesus into our hearts? What are we doing to hopefully tell everybody how wonderful we have it because of those things?
1: You know what the cool thing is? Well, there's really two, two, two yeah. cool things because I struggle with that too. Right. You know, am I squandering the gift that God has given me? And the first reality is, and it's so good that it just it takes the wind out of me in a good way when I hear it, is that, Zach, you will squander it. You oh, will. that's right. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like, you will. Yeah. Uh, or, dot, 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 you can't squander it, because if you could, could squander it, then it's not grace. Right. If, if, you, if there's a line that you could cross, then we're no longer talking about grace. Sure. We're, right, ta- we're right. talking about something else and, completely different. And
2: that's where, that's where my feeble human mind and intellect can only wrap my head around to make, make sense of the, it. the right. tiniest part of it, I still yeah. have to like whatever you want to call it, compartmentalize it, or justify it, or rationalize, it or all those other you know psychology buzz, buzzwords that we talk about or that we use. But it's like you know, it's it's like trying to think of infinity or the size right. of the universe, just those things like you can't really you can't wrap your head around it the right way. But at the same time, you just want to do what you can, you know, to keep yourself sane and to you know yeah. and, and to you know so you can sleep at night, or, you know, or whatever you have to. But it's like the the things that you do to try to like. You know, stay on the path. But but you're right. You can't squander it because if you could, then it
1: wouldn't be grace. Right. And, you know, yeah, exactly. And, and the cool thing and the, the, the most amazing thing is is I can easily accept the fact that God loves you, Ben. Yeah. I can easily accept the fact that God loves you, John. The hard part is realizing to come to the grips with that God loves me. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's just like, well, I know what I've done. And God, I know I know that you know I've done, and you're still. You still love me like that much. Like it's, it's good. We're, we're totally good. We're, we're okay. It's like, yeah. Look, look, look at Christ. We're, we're good.
0: Yeah. You it's, know, it, it's a hard thing to fathom, just to get your mind around it. To, to how much He does love us. Right. It's just, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it can't I don't think you can really. I mean, if you realised how much He does love us, I think. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, it's just and it's to me it's one of those things like all the mysteries of the universe that I oh, I, yeah. I I I I hope you know when I go to heaven I hope that all of these yeah. earthly thoughts don't completely evaporate. I know that we we won't maybe maybe we won't care about them, but I'd love to be able to like have those questions answered. All, there's and there's a million of them, but it's like those sorts of things like I I really hope that with with paradise comes that clarity or that understanding, so that you can finally wrap your head around it, like that relief that would come from finally understanding it. You when your
1: faith becomes sight, right? That's yeah. It it. I, I I I laugh when I think about this. Is that you know we're supposed to get glorified bodies or you know bodies mm-hmm. that won't be corrupt. We need glorified bodies because this one would burst with sheer joy when I realize that oh, it was true. You know. Yeah. I mean, I believe. Help my unbelief. Right. I, ha- yeah. I I have no hope in anything other than Christ. But I think there's a natural bit that you still in the back of your head are wondering. You know, I, I have faith in this, but what, what if? What if? What if? And, and, and the and the good news is in this is that me being reconciled with God is not does not fluctuate on the uh, uh, the value of my belief. Does that makes sense. It does, yeah. It, it my the 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 gold rating or the purity rating of my faith or of my belief does not move the meter of God's reconciliation with me. It's fixed forever because of Christ's blood.
2: Yeah, He already pegged out the meter as high right, as it yeah, can go. Like right. there's there's no you know up or down value because right. it's already it's already. You know, he buried the needle already. You it's know. like,
1: examine yourself to see you're in the faith. Okay, look at me. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because I I'm, right. I'm, I have on a scale on one side Jesus, and then I step up on the scale on, on, on the other side to try to balance out with Jesus and fail. And then all of a sudden, a weight that represents Jesus on one side, and Jesus comes and pulls me out of the scale and goes, watch this. And then steps on the scale for me. Right. And it's bounced out perfect. And then Jesus looks over at the angel and says, Write that down. And then, you know, I look, and then in my record, Zach's measurement of faith, of salvation, of everything, perfect in every way because of Christ. Christ's righteousness was credited my to my account. And that's why that that's how we're saved. Yep. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I think your original question had something to do with yeah, I mean, you 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 answered it. <laughs> <So I laughs> yeah. was, oh, the Bible yeah. Belt, yeah. Uh, uh, like, well, like, yeah. like, and there's really cool historical reason why, but it's difficult to talk about without stepping on a lot of toes. Theologically, let's just say, <clears throat> a certain uh, brand uh, traveled in the South, way back when, spreading. Their, the gospel but spreading their take on the gospel that's what took root and it was completely saturated with performance it was completely saturated with you're a christian now because you bear the name of christ it's time to live like it dadgummit and 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 but and look that that's what we have you know you know if you do that you're going to hell you know if if you better do this if or you're going to make jesus sad uh, it used to rip me up, you know. You're making Jesus cry. It's right. like oh, you, that's not Christianity. Right? There is I no mean, laying th- that guilt trip on oh, somebody. Yeah. It's Especially like
2: th- when you're probably a little kid. Or oh, something. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You, just yeah. Made, you just made Jesus mad. Right. Or what? Or what if Jesus saw you do that? Well, of pre- course he saw you. do Yeah. You know? well, <laughs> oh, or
1: better yet. We all wore bracelets yeah. in, in in youth group. What right. would Jesus yeah, do? Wwjd. Oh, right. that used to. At first thought, that was so cool because it. Fed my self-righteousness. What would Jesus do? Jesus would do this. Yay, I'm like Jesus. And I would get this, and it's like I, I need a bracelet that says uh, WHJD. What has Jesus done? Yeah. And that that's Christianity. But I see, even the bracelet made it all about me. We it, we, we we stamp Jesus' name on it. I feel like Ian Malcolm in Jurassic <laughs> Park. We, we stamp Jesus' name on it, we commercialize it, we sell, it, and we're buying, we're buying, we're buying. Jesus junk. To, right. to, to to feel better about ourselves. And and that's that's why the South has it, so deeply mm-hmm. rooted. Mm. And the only way out is for us to boldly infect our churches with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nothing but the gospel. Yeah. Straight up, Straight 100% Bible. proof. We might get drunk on it, but that's the whole point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Straight, right from the Word.
1: It's... It, li- there is no wrath, curse, condemnation for those in Christ. The war is over. It is finished. We have liberty to live life, to love each other, to do whatever we want, so long as it is not sin. You're not, f- you're not free to sin. You know, you're free from sin. You know, it's like Paul, you know, why would you go back to doing what you were enslaved with? Right. Now, he didn't say, you uh, 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 you can't or you don't or whatever. He, just basically, he gave more gospel. The remedy wasn't more law. It's so cool with with the gospel is that when someone sins, you don't hammer them with the law; you feed them more of the gospel. Look what are you do, Jesus died for you. You're, you're you're good. There's no need to go back.
2: Yeah, and, and that, that's the thing that just and it and it blows people away to instead of laying down the guilt on them and you know telling them you know how how bad they've messed up to tell them that actually you're loved and. You love so much that it's okay. You're free. And majority people
1: know. outside of the church, I think, can come to terms for the most part with the reality that they've 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 sinned, that they've made a mistake. It's tougher to convince someone in the church that they have. Uh, it, it it's it, I've made it. I've now right. reached the mountaintop of sinless perfection. There's even a whole branch of Christianity that believes in that that I can actually obtain sinless perfection here on earth, which uh, if you look at the law, that hasn't happened yet. Right. The law in full value, not cheap law, where, where we water it down so that we can do it. That was part of the strategy, too, that came to the South. They were looking at the type of law that was in the Bible, like, well, we got to make this where this is doable. That was actually discussed so, so that people won't get demoralized. and burn. The whole point is that you come to the end of yourself, so that you need Christ. (laughs) That's that's the whole point. Right. Uh, uh, Let's see. uh, Another few notes that I had on uh, liberty that I wanted to step on real quick before we went on to something else. Um, uh, Things that are not commanded or forbidden in the Word of God, Christian liberty may be exercised and should be allowed by fellow Christians. That'll get you a lot in trouble in the South, too. Christian liberty... we, we, we want to create laws to keep people in the little box that we want them in. We, we, we will say things are wrong when there's no prohibition of it in the Bible.
2: Yeah. It
1: might be good not to do them. Right. Especially if you're bent on, if you have an addictive personality like me. Sure. There's certain things that I can't, I should not do because I will not stop. Because I, l- I love stuff. Right. I love to talk, as you can tell. I have an addictive well, personality. I mean, most people, you know, if some is good,
2: more is better. You right. Know, most people have that, that, that mindset, you know, some more than others, but,
1: you know. And actions are not to be pronounced sinful, which are not sinful. That happens a lot, too. Uh, what liber- Christian liberty is not, going against conscience. If something is against my conscience, even if it is not something identified as biblically as sin, and I choose to do it anyway, that is not liberty but sin if 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 my conscience is binding me from doing something for whatever reasons and i willingly knowing that i'm doing it against my conscience that that's wrong that's sure. not that's not yeah. christian liberty yeah um uh to rub uh to rub my lib- to rub my liberty in the nose of someone else's conscience is wrong and also vice versa to rub my conscience into someone's liberty that's wrong if i flaunt my liberty what I am not convicted in my conscience of that is not identified as sin in front of someone who I know that their conscience has convicted them of it, that is a sin. Flaunting is different than defending, though. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. And you can defend your Christian liberty. Paul did it all the time. When It came to the whole meat thing uh, about uh, uh, meat that was sacrificed to idols, you know, and other things. Paul's like, look, I'm free to (laughs) to to, to live life how I want it. Right. But if I know my brother is struggling with this and I go and take a big, yummy bite out of delicious murder meat in front of him, and I know that his conscience is bound by that, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, to deny, seek, to destroy others' liberty in Christ is not only demonic, but is an attempt to rob them of Christ himself. That's rampant. Also, yeah. we, will, we will create laws to keep people in our box, and then we'll make them feel guilty when they break whatever law that we've come up with. And that, that's, that's, that's wrong. If I, my liberty stops where your liberty begins, so long as your liberty is not aggression against someone else, it's kind of like a libertarian thing. <laughs> um, if I judge or accuse or try to say that what someone is doing is wrong and it is not something prohibited or commanded as a Christian, that is a sin and an assault on a Christian's liberty. And then I just finished off with the, what I said earlier: the devil hates your liberty and will use anything, even especially Christians, to rob you of it.
2: That's, That's right. You know, and, and I'm sure Christians, you know, wouldn't like to be. Thought of as potentially a tool of the devil, but you know, but but I mean, there is truth to that statement because we as Christians, w- I mean, we're the ones oftentimes that we interact with, yeah. and sometimes we're the ones that bring each other down, right, exactly, and, and and become obstacles in each other's lives, whether it's intentional or unintentional or whatever. But it does happen, and it's a good point, you know. And, and people don't like to face up to that, but it's it's a it's a reality. But it, the thing is. When you're aware of it, you can have a better chance to combat it and overcome it, and you know, and keep working towards that freedom that we all crave and want to have.
0: We tend to uh, shoot our wounded on the battlefield, kind of thing.
2: Happens sometimes. Yeah, and you know, and and I, I often think about you know all the divisiveness in in and amongst all of the different denominations and sects and all the different types of Christians out there, you know, and I always try to keep in mind that, you know, everybody needs a path to Christ, you know, and they all have a little bit different flavor, but as long as you keep the eye on the prize of freedom through Christ, I say go for it, you know. As long as the Bible's your one true piece of literature, and as long as, you know, love of Jesus Christ is what it's all about, then, you know... Uh, then, then, great. Keep doing what you're doing, you know. And but just like you said, try not to use your liberty to rob somebody else.
1: Right. It, the I forgot what I was going to say.
2: You were going to say yes. You were right, Ben. That's it's <laughs> <that's laughs> absolutely correct. Yes,
1: y- yes, you were right, Ben. <laughs> no, it's uh, you. Yeah, I'm lost. That's right. Actually, I'm not, which is good news. But uh <laughs> no <laughs> but pun intended. Wah, wah, wah. No, it, it's it's back to like or we, when you were saying about you know the different uh, you know branches and sex and so like that. I was joking with this is another old oh brother we're all to reference. I was joking with John the other day. There's that line of movie where George Clooney <laughs> he goes, "Well, I, I guess I'm the only one here that yet remains unaffiliated." Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's right. Yeah. That's where I feel like I am right now. Right. Is that you know, yeah. if 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 your confession, is, you know, and it's, and I'm trying to codify how how I'm calling you saved. If I ask you, has Jesus died for you? And your response is yes. That your hope is in Him. That your only hope for anything good and reconciling and uh, saving coming towards you is because and on the account of Christ. We're a forever family. Right. Yeah. You might be the crazy, or I might be the crazy uncle who shows up talking about whatever uh, that's off the wall, but at the end of the day, we're we're forever a family, not because of our differences, but because of our identity in Christ.
2: That's right. Well, and, and I think truly, if you've got that freedom in Christ, and He's truly in your heart, honestly, even if you're experiencing those different flavors of Christianity through, you know one of the more traditional denominations like a Presbyterian church or a Methodist church or a Baptist church or an Episcopal church or an Anglican church or whatever, if you've truly got them in your heart, you can walk into a house of worship and instantly make that connection with God. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you can hopefully leave the little nuances aside if they're, if, if the little peccadilloes that maybe you don't like are not your cup of tea, that doesn't mean that you can't still hear a message and create that bond and make that relationship and you know that's—I think that's part of the, that freedom that we have—is the ability to do that. But at the same time, it's important to hopefully surround yourself with a place that truly has the right goals in mind. Yeah, and, and doesn't get flavored by, you know, other, you know, uh, other, I guess, you know, false roads that right. that you know that that we're all susceptible to. As
0: long as Christ is the center. that's the main thing and you know you could go to a church and you you know there's many things you might not like but as long as you have Christ as your center and you're looking to Him and your faith is in Him then the Bible says you know that uh, you will be saved that's right
1: if I walk in and you you deliver me the goods specifically Jesus and more specifically Jesus in His dying for me we're good yeah if you just serve that up to me, which is well, to be quite honest, that's why I'm there in churches is to, is to yeah. hear is to hear people talking about Jesus and being around people who love Jesus. I might not agree. And in that moment when I start to gnash my teeth when somebody says something, yeah, this is what John and I were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. It's because my self-righteousness is flaring and I love to feel offended by something that i believe is wrong and i love when you know that i'm offended because i feed off of like a zombie off of you knowing that i'm offended because i now think or know that you know that i am better than that right
0: it's like um like you, like you, like we were talking about earlier um i feel there's there's n- there's really no perfect church you can go to because there's always little things here and there that'll of course. Well, niggle at a, you. The church
2: is made up of humans. Humans yeah, aren't exactly. perfect. And exactly, it's and
0: there's be always the something, either it's going to be like, well, the usher didn't speak to me coming in today, right. or the music's too loud. Or that bass guitar was so loud, I can't even think straight. It was like my <laughs> clothes were shaken when the music was loud, or you know she sung off key, or he sung off key, or whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is. Or, or the pastor didn't talk to me this morning. You know, there's right, I, didn't,
2: I didn't get my favorite seat. You
0: know? yeah, that, is, <laughs>
1: that is military strategy that's, right there. That is.
0: Yeah. It's just, I mean, it. there's many things that can be stumbling blocks. That's right. And we can't allow that to be stumbling blocks. We've got to look past that, you know, and, and look to Christ. As long as Christ is being preached from the pulpit and the Bible, you know, and it's lining up with, with God's Word, then you're in the right place.
1: It's... It's strategy, what you just described. It comes from the devil, and it also comes from ourself, our, our, our flesh, man, that, that even though we're crucified with Christ until we are with Christ in heaven, there's always that, that struggle. You know, Paul, yeah. he talked about, I do what I don't want to do, and I don't do what I do do, wretched man that I am. You know, this was a seasoned Christian Paul struggling over this, and, you know, whether it's the devil cause me to be distracted by other things or get hung up on other things, it's myself that I'm even contending with that is being hung up on things. Anything that can possibly take my focus off of Christ, it'll be used.
0: Devil comes to church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's right. That's the one place he loves, probably, well, I don't yeah. know if he loves to come, but he does come well, to, to, to cause come. Yeah. strife and, and right. animosity between the brethren and any little flare-up or anything that you can go, you know, between I'm, each other. I'm sure he
2: takes a special delight in being able to make it happen in God's own house. So oh, exactly. In a, in
1: a lot of churches, especially in the West, especially in the evangelical industrial complex, uh, he is probably the one shouting hallelujah the most th- in the middle of sermons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about themselves and not Christ. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Right. I, I can just sit back and let let, let these things... This church is good. I can move on to the next you know right. uh, uh, <laughs> I see church is right where I want them to be let's yeah. let's grow it let's get more people coming here right. well
0: I feel like people and uh, people in general like to be entertained oh yeah you know what I mean you go to a movie you want to be sure. entertained you want to watch a good movie right. you know it's it's like being at home you'll put on the TV you want to be entertained you want to go somewhere fun and do things on holiday yes. weekends you
2: sit down and say amuse me
0: yeah exactly <laughs> are you not entertained? A, if I'm not and it's, it seems like church nowadays if you're not entertained there it's like well, there's nothing happening there. Well, and maybe legitimately, you know what I mean? Legitimately,
2: right. the the clergy or the pastors may say, "Well, if we don't give people something, they might not come again." So we they they almost feel uh beholden to do it or they feel like they don't have a choice. And and then yeah. but 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 they do. And you know, and and I think that I think that's why we have such a wonderful congregation here because we preach that message of love and freedom that, you know, uh again, no no church or congregation is perfect, but I really say, I mean, you know, the the energy that we have is just, it's such a wonderful thing, and I would just, I f- almost feel bad for people that go to church and don't get that. There, yeah. there's,
1: there's complete and total lack of confidence in Christ. There's complete and total lack of confidence in how good the message of the good news actually is. I mean, you know, Tell tell someone that Jesus died for them, and help flesh it out for them what that means. And then step back and wait for what the Bible says the Holy Spirit is supposed to be doing at this point. You know, He's prying hearts open to pay attention. He's injecting and exploding faith in people, and the gospel is being presented. That's what grows the church. Christ said He'll grow the church, right? But yet we've got to turn it into the next you know, 100 top business models, what do they do to to grow their business? Let's do that in the church. And it it might work for a a season, but then it'll it'll fizzle out and die because I can go anywhere to hear, here's how I can be a better husband. John and I were talking about this earlier. I can go anywhere and hear, here's how to be a better dad, here's how to be a better worker, here's how to earn more money, here's how to be healthier, here's how to do all this. I can go anywhere for that but now I'm stamping Jesus name on it and in 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 Christ I might get all of those things but that's that's not the message that's way off topic you know the, the whole point is to be talking about Jesus and what he did you know and, and what our identity is in that but yet we we we're, we're, we're offered reconciliation with god and we want to know how we can make a million dollars next year yeah, it's like, oh, did you, you just ran right past that man? Yeah. You know, you, you just were told that you were reconciled with God, you know, forever, and you know, I, I want to be skinnier, you know, or, or or I I need more I need more love in my life, you know, or 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 I I I need to be healthy, and it's just,
0: well, it's so, you know, we live in a entertained, focused society. Yeah. Everything it, around you is, like, all about entertainment. Well, you know, what's the next fun thing to do or whatever? You, you get accustomed to it, and you, you
1: feel if you're not getting it that... You, you know. do. Culture and society and even marketing would tell you that you're in the wrong place. If, if you're not feeling great or if you're not being entertained, you know, go look somewhere else. I mean, that's, that's yeah. commercialism. Yeah, Commercialism is great. I, I am a capitalist. I'm an, <laughs> a, I'm an anarcho-capitalist. I, I, I love capitalism, but I don't like applying that to Christianity. Because it's reversed in Christianity. Not not saying that Christianity is socialism, I, right. nothing like that. It's, it's w- everything that we need, we've been given freely upon the work of Christ. Right. And it's... But yeah, I think it was Spurgeon or somebody that quoted saying that if you make church a circus, you know, don't be surprised if people only come to listen to a clown. Yeah, uh, and yeah.
2: I mean, it, that's kind of a, a, a glib statement, but it's actually very. There's a lot of truth in it, you know.
1: I mean, in Acts 13, go ahead, John. You were about to. Say I was going to
2: say something to you, Zach. Like you say, like how they, you know,
0: you people like. Well, I was saying too, how people like to be entertained and all that stuff, and you know how to how to make more money and you know look better and find the right wife and find the right husband or you know and all these things. You know, as you look in the Bible, and I, I feel like if you're if you're if your your main focus is Christ, what do you feel about where it says? Not saying it's you know it's the same thing, but it says seek ye first the kingdom of God. All these things would be added unto you. And I feel it's like peace, joy, and happiness. Which I'll you know what else do you want in life? Peace, joy, and happiness That's in right. your families, and right. you know what I mean, right?
2: The I mean, do you agree that that with me, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Ben, yeah. Zach? Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, everything else you can sort of name that people might want could sort of funnel down into one of those three things, peace, love, and happiness. Yeah. I mean, whether it's, you know... Or joy. Whether it's I safety think. for your family or security or or financial independence or any of these other things that people would like to have, they all sort of funnel down into those those three.
0: Now, Ben, I'm not saying that, hey, you come a Christian, you're going to have all these things. Right. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's going right. to happen instantly. Right. All you know, sudden- it's not like a magic potion. Right. Um you know what i'm saying your you concept of from?
1: prosperity is different your concept of health is different your yes. concept of yes. success is now different mm-hmm. it's it, it's not of this world the things of this world become strangely dim and that's that's not to say that the things of this world are, are bad or that you can't or you don't have liberty to enjoy them i mean a lot of this stuff god put it here for our enjoyment mm-hmm. and to give him glory for him putting it here for us yeah. for our pleasure and enjoyment we we p- pleasure can be a very destructive thing but it's also something that if, if, if within the confines of Christian liberty can be used as a tool to point to Christ.
2: Well, it's just like everything else. God gave us free will, and He gives us all of these things, and it's up to us to use them responsibly in a manner that's glorifying to Him. And that includes things that are pleasurable, anything else. It's, you know, are you using it the right way or the wrong way? You know, so it doesn't mean that you... To have Christ in your life, you should never have any sort of pleasure. I, you know, um, I, I, I mean, I don't know the mind of God, but I'd like to think that's not what His intent was for us, especially, you know, giving us brains that take delight in so many things. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, we, we like to laugh about things.
0: That's right. right. I mean, you know?
2: God created us that way,
0: didn't yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah.
1: You know? We're, 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 yet we're taught that we have to go through hell to get to heaven. It's like uh no no Jesus went through hell right for you to be <laughs> into heaven. Right. Uh, again, we, we turn around and make it all about us. Yeah. You know, you know me, uh, me, me. Yeah, <laughs> it really, it really is. And it it's funny in uh, boot camp, uh, in the Marine Corps boot camp, they uh uh you can't refer to yourself as I or mine or my. You have to refer to yourself in third person, this recruit or whatever. And if you ever get caught, you know, saying my or I or whatever. One guy had to stand in front of a mirror for quite some time and point to his eyeball and say, I, and then point to his chest and say, Recruit, so that he would know the difference. Right. The drill instructor would, would be satisfied that he finally had got it down. And in the same way, in many ways, you know, the moment we take our identity out of Christ, we are we are immediately going back to ourselves. Even though I'm not a Calvinist, John Calvin did say that our our hearts are idle factories. And I agree with that. Our, our our hearts will generate and create idols. We'll create laws. We'll create fake laws. Anything to make ourselves feel self righteous. Sure. Anything that we can obtain. Anything that we can we can do, it will turn Christianity into 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 us. Bible stories. Yep. You know, are you being such and such? How can you be uh, 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 Gideon? How how can you be Moses? You know, are you living? A life to to garner the blessings that or that Jeremiah talked about, and you know, are you getting... You know, we 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 read ourselves into scripture, when scripture is all about Christ,
0: right? Old and New Testament.
1: Yeah, and that's what's so cool. The Old Testament just comes alive. It's like, I like got happy <laughs> trees over here, okay. right? You know, and it, it really does. It like. For so long, the Old Testament was always kind of scary. Like, I'll just keep that over here. That's, uh, you know, judgment and wrath and, you know, all that. But when you look at it, uh, I actually uh, I I listened to several podcasts. One of the podcasts I listened to is uh, called 40 Minutes in the Old Testament. And uh, they didn't ask me to say that. Are you plugging that. another no, podcast no, on our podcast no, right that, now, Zach? Uh, I'm, re- I'm really not. that wasn't asked to. I'm not getting you paid know. to. Uh, <laughs> but it really is good. So I should send
2: this check back to them. There, so you're not going to deposit. Okay. All right. No. Get
0: our intern to send that <laughs> back, yeah, will yeah. you? I'll
1: okay, we'll get no, that. But the guys on there, uh, uh, the, the, they, they help flesh out the Old Testament in ways that, you know, wow this is actually good which <laughs> is I'm kind of embarrassed to say that you know that the, the Old Testament you know uh, uh, would seem kind of closed to me but I think because I wasn't looking through it through the lens of Christ it was closed in in, in, in a way right. well I, I you know I love
2: reading the Old Testament I mean it's I, I get a, such a kick out of it in, it's hilarious. In, in in so many different ways but to me it's sort of I, I think the reason that it's included in our what has become you know our our christian bible is that you, you read that and then you see what people used to have to do to find favor with god and then you contrast that to the new covenant that we the books of the new testament and the the things that jesus has done to free us from having to do the things That people had to do in the old testament to find favor with God. And it's just it's like a a wonderful sort of primer that you read so that the New Testament has all the more impact. Right. Because if 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 you had, you know, if you just started at the book of Matthew and, and read on to Revelation, there's some really powerful stuff in there. But if you can start at Genesis and work your way through by the time you get to Matthew and you really start to see as it as it blooms into our, our new promise from God, like you know, it's just to me it's all that much more powerful. And not to mention, there's so many things in the old testament that you can apply to sort of your daily life as far as ways to reconcile feelings that that creep in, like feelings about, you know, love and relationships and money and anger and all these other things. There's a place, you know, that that talks about it, and a lot of times it's in the Old Testament, and you can just sort of, it's a way to sort of, you know, find peace, I think, and I think that's part of the reason that it's included.
1: What's really cool is, uh, is in those times in the New Testament where Christ talks about opening up the Scriptures and showing uh, the people who were talking to how they were all about Him, and it's like, I wonder what the mind-bender was going on for a people who's Whose lives, whose culture was wrapped up in uh, trying to keep the law, specifically the Mosaic law, um, or just other things in the Old Testament, or parts in the Scripture in the New Testament where, you know, people like Paul and stuff are writing, yeah, none of this saved you. Like none of it. Right. Like one, because you you didn't do it, uh, and in two. You know, this is not where it comes from. And so I, you can almost hear people say, then why were we told to do it? Or, right. And, and or people are like, you know, well, none of us were, were, were saved by this. And then you look back, and then Paul starts teasing out who was. You know, who did God consider righteous? And so God starts throwing out names, and you remember, wait a minute, didn't he do uh, didn't he do that thing over there with uh, the, that yeah. girl and yeah. uh, that? And, and uh, didn't he... Uh, didn't he uh, 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 live in yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah and all right. that, and God called him righteous now? What's up with that? Or even Abel. For the longest time, I never got why God liked Abel's sacrifice and didn't like Cain's. You know, it, it faced value because I'm looking at it doing something for God. It's like, that's both doing something for God. How, how could God turn down right. Cain and, and approve Abel? I don't get that. Look at the New Testament, and it says, well, because Abel had faith in God. Yeah. yeah. And God credited it to him as righteousness. Right. It's like Abel was doing it ha- out of an abundance of his faith in God and Cain was doing it to get blessings from God. Right. Right. To, to I'm doing this because I'm following the rules and I'm doing the check in the box. And all of a sudden now I'm mad that you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to give it to me, you know. Right. Uh, but uh, it's three realities that Revive me back to life every day. One, I'm a lot worse than I think I am. See, how, how does that revive you? Because it, it puts me at the end of myself. And then two, God loves me so much more than I think he does. And then three, Jesus died for me. It's, it changes everything. It, 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 it removes the pressures of this world. It removes this this desire to to find identity in myself. It removes uh, the, the failure at performances in Christianity that, you know, we, we, we are all, if we look at it in a, in a certain way, we are all Christian failures. Yeah. All, 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 mm-hmm. all of us are going to fail at living... No, I'll be at the front of that line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, I'm with you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, we're, if we take an honest assessment, we are all failing living the victorious Christian life. But yet those are the Bible studies that we are given. Those are the messages that we're given. Those are the conferences that we're given. Are you living the victorious Christian life? Are you living the 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 are you living like a kingdom kid? You know, are you doing all these wonderful th- you know and, and then you know we might think we are, but if we really take an awesome assessment we're like, well no, I'm I'm not you know, so where am I again? You know, I'm, I'm at the end of myself. I, 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 need, I need a substitute. I need a Savior, which is the whole point. I, it took me a little bit longer to get there because I was driven, trying to live like a kingdom kid. I was trying to be radical for Jesus. Yep. And the whole time, I was doing stuff to try to earn approval when I've already been given approval. It's like having a key in my pocket the whole time and looking all over the house for it. I've had it. I've had it the whole time. Freaked out that I can't find it, (laughs) but it's in my. Not once was it not in my possession.
2: Right. Well, I think on that note, I think we're probably at a pretty good stopping point here. So, I know, I know it's hard to, I know it's hard to switch gears, but you know, um, keep your notes, and we'll pick back up here when next we meet. Um, And you know, uh, John and Zach, thanks for you know being here to talk about all these things tonight. I think it was frank and productive, and a lot of fun. I uh, so. Thank you, Ben. Thank so. you, Ben.
1: Yeah, I'll exercise my Christian liberty in saying that the gospel is gooder and snuff. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing
0: that's another Southern thing. It, it is. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> I'm just, you know, learning all this Southern.
2: As, you know, you've only lived I've here. I've learned f- a new word. You've you, you only lived here for 30 years, you know I mean? We're, we're not yeah. quite. Well, maybe I have. 1988. Yeah, man, it's 28 years, man. Man, we're like, uh, where does the time go, man? Time flies when That's you're right. having fun. Well, they say, but you're like Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, just about. You've just about <laughs> been here long <laughs> enough to be an honorary Southerner. Just about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I
0: did start up in the northern states when we first moved here. Well, we won't count that. Yeah, we, I mean, no. we, won't, we won't hold that against <laughs> you. <Okay. laughs> Quiet. But the South is the longest place I have lived in America. Like, not moved. Yeah. All right. In Atlanta,
2: which I, I know is tough for you with your your wandering. You know, proclivities, you know. Yeah, I know very tough. I know you like to stay on the move. All the you know. time.
1: We're like All the right. audio version of Lady and the Tramp. That's right. We're, you know, you got the southern voice over here, you know, it's like my grandpappy over reliable, used to say, <laughs> <laughs> I don't recollect like, ever mentioned over reliable before. So <laughs> Zach, <laughs> did you watch a so lot of that movies that, as a kid? Yeah, so I, I <laughs> have a, Not only do I have a fantastical <laughs> imagination, I see things and I stay there, which which is good and is bad. Wait a minute. So
2: that means if you're trusty and you're jock, does that
1: make me lady, or does that make me, or can I at least be tramp or something? You know, <laughs> you could be what's his name? Uh, uh, what was the Italian? Uh, 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 Lu- uh, Louis? Lu- uh Luigi. Uh, Luigi. All
0: I'm saying, Ben, is I'm not eating any spaghetti with you. <laughs>
1: thank you. Thank you. All
2: right. Well, we'll be back again, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Liberty Tree. Thank you.
1: Adios. Well, that was uh, the finishing of uh, the, I guess, the episode, which was, it was, it's like a Star Wars episode four, five, six, but this was, f- well, was it would it be four and five since it was the first one and not yet one and two? Or You lost me at Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> man. I don't know. <laughs> we don't speak that name okay. around here. <laughs> what? what do you mean that was the best one? Yeah. No, just <laughs> joking.
2: But, uh, but uh, yeah, that I'm, I'm really glad that we got to the, to the, be able to have that entire conversation. Uh, I know it took two episodes to sort of get to it all, but I think it was, it was a lot of food for thought there. And we definitely, uh, want to hear from those of you that are listening to this, um, you know, coming up shortly, we'll identify all the different places where you can find us online and, and how you can get a hold of us. But, um, and, and, you know, we would love to see those of you, uh, who are local to, uh, We'd love to see you at a service here at uh, Swanee Station Family Life Church uh, in Swanee, Georgia.
0: Yes, definitely. I think it's I think it's great just to get a, give everybody an idea of what we're all about mm-hmm. and where we're from and uh, what we're trying to attempt here. And yep. uh, our main thing is lifting up the name of Jesus. And I think that's great. And then, like you said, Ben, if you want to come and visit us, you know how to get a hold of us, yep. and we would love to see you.
2: That's right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time on The Liberty Tree.
1: If you ever have any questions uh, for us on the podcast here, feel free to send us an email at the Liberty Tree Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions you have. Or if there is a topic or something that you want us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to let us know. You can find us on Facebook, the Liberty Tree Podcast. If you're on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at LibertyTreeCast. And also we are on the church website there's an icon on the website that's a picture of our logo. Just click on that, and to get to that website, it's familylifechurchswanee.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much. More to come later. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, Down the track came a hobo hiking, and he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm headed for a land that's far away, beside the crystal fountains. So come with me, we'll go.
0: This was the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia.